0: Hi everybody, Ben and Mick back in the tiny room Oh yeah, theme music Theme music for the podcast uh, We don't actually have any theme music So someone will probably make one up for us I don't want to name any Rachel, I hope it's Rachel that does that For the podcast We're yeah. back in the tiny room <laughs> Tiny room I'm Stealing your bit. Yeah, leave it alone Ben, we're back in the tiny room <laughs> Thanks Thanks for repeating what I said. It must be be Sunday. It must be. Ben. Yes. We've had a tweet. Now, hang on. We've had tweets before. (laughs) I've been tweeted out before and it's stung. No, no, this is a real tweet. It's a real tweet. Real tweet. Real tweet. Real tweet from uh, Dean. He's on Twitter. He's at Dean of Mean. Dean. Nice That's his Twitter handle It's a pretty decent Twitter <laughs> handle Nice Twitter handle it's And Batman. he said um, Hey Hey Lads You seem sound Especially Mick uh, Which film do you think Is worse Catwoman Or Batman and Robin So we'll probably Do an episode on that
1: uh,
0: Well It would It would be right In the face of fate If we didn't <laughs> if we didn't do it From Totally Real Dean Totally No Totally Dean. Real Dean Is real Like this is a real person yeah. It's not like, remember at the start... And he we, definitely thinks you're the sound as one well of the podcast. That was, listen, I'm just reading the message. You're just reading the message. <laughs> remember yeah. at the start when we, when people weren't listening and we had to make up tweets? Tweets, yeah. Now yeah, no, we get, we get real <laughs> tweets now, really? <laughs> <laughs> it was so, so exciting. Who would have thought? I just let Mick handle all this and it seems to be going very well. You so know what? I'm. Actually, sorry to, sorry to cut across you there. It's okay. Um, I haven't told you this, oh. so I'm going to tell you this now. Mm. Um, we did a Twitter poll Okay, we did a Twitter poll. I d- Have I told you this? Stop me if no, i told you. I don't think so. <laughs> we did. It. We we by we I mean we, by I. by we we mean Mike. Uh, I did a Twitter poll, and the Twitter poll was who do you think is the greatest TV and movie Thor? Oh, you know, obviously because we were talking about Thor last week, and the options that we put in were Chris Hemsworth. Good old Chris. Chris, pretty pretty good Thor. Long time fan of the podcast. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it doesn't yeah, fit yeah. in the tiny room. He, yeah, so we just don't have him on. Don't have him he's on. He's actually outside right now. Hey yeah. Chris. Hey Chris, he's outside. Garth Ennis is keeping a close eye on him. They're talking about some kind of live screen adaptation of something that Garth Ennis did with the stereotypical Irishman. <laughs> um, then option two was Eric Allen Kramer, who was the Thor from The Incredible Hulk Returns, which I forgot to actually mention last week, the name of the actor. He went on to be a Disney Channel star. Did he? Yeah, he played a father in a, a long-running Disney channel. Did he play Miley Cyrus' father? Oh, Billy no, Ray Cyrus? No, Billy Ray Cyrus played Billy Ray Cyrus. He played... I can't remember which one. He played a, a, an exterminator in, in... A former Terminator. In, in Terminator no, 5. No, not an ex-terminator. I'm an exterminator. <laughs> I, I won't be back. <laughs> yeah. you come with me if you want to retire to Florida. <laughs> no, you do one. You do a... You do something a Terminator might say when he retires. Adios. No, that's not great. No, I don't... I, don't, I didn't have it. Oh, my hip. <laughs> oh, I'm really feeling this cold. <laughs> my grandkids never come to visit. Yes, what's wrong with them? <laughs> Wait a minute, I'm not a biological organism. Let's stop this. Is. <laughs> you what were we talking about? Yes, and option three was uh, Michael Shanks. He played Thor Supreme Supreme Commander Thor. Supreme Commander Thor on um, Stargate. And Michael Shanks won it in a landslide. Seriously. <laughs> Seriously. And Michael Shanks won it in a landslide almost entirely. This is not a joke. Almost entirely due to block voting from French Michael Shanks fans. <laughs> <laughs> all their Twiddle... twittle, All their Twitter handles... Hand, oh, that's hard to say. Twiddle, twiddle is where we actually do most of the podcast advertising. <laughs> all the twittle handles were um, things like French Michael Shanks fan forever. What? And they all re, re, retweeted? Yeah. They all retweeted. Retweeted. Retwittled. And uh, Michael Shanks won it 83%. <laughs> wait, wait why are there so many Michael Shanks fans in, in, in France? France I th- it's because it's nothing to do with Stargate even it's to do with his medical drama um, his medical drama Grey's Anatomy knockoff Saving Hope oh mm. oh with Erica Durant Erica Durant from oh, Smallville from Smallville mm. Lois Lane yeah she was a good Lois Lane she went, well but the show was declining At the time of her introduction, yeah, it was never. As soon as we started putting on skin tight, brightly colored things in Smallville, it was like mm, no. Uh, Mm, So yeah, no. So that's that's it. We've we've kind of awakened the Twitter Michael Shanks mafia. Well, thank God we, we talked about him favourably. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> thank, thank the Lord that if, we didn't have a bad word to say. And we never will. No. French Michael Shanks fans. We are big Michael Shanks fans here at Michael and Benjamin's podcast. In fact, it, the podcast is named in honour of Michael Shanks. It's, it's not actually Michael. It's a coincidence. Of, 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 that, of this Michael. It's it's Michael Shanks yeah, and, and Benjamin, Benjamin Bratt. Who's yeah. in Catwoman? Who's in Catwoman? Segway. Speaking of. <laughs> uh, but no, before we get on to, oh. before we get on to uh, the point of today, I've come up with a few names. We'll talk about that in a few minutes. Excellent. Um, Spider-Man, Ben. Spider-Man? Spider-Man. Are we confident? Are we worried? What, what are we thinking? No. No. <laughs> it's just a no. You asked me, was I confident? No. Are um, you worried? I'm not, I'm not worried I think it's just going to be very it's going to be fine it's, I think it's going to be very good it's no yeah no yeah it's going to be great no why 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 no else? it's just going to be the same Spider-Man movie we see every time I tell you what it does look a little bit better than though it looks a lot funnier than uh, Mark Webb's Spider-Man that's not his real name surely Mark Webb is the director of, of Mark Webb Webb, Webb yeah. directed Spider-Man he used to do music videos Webb of Spider-Man C- come Web on, with yeah. two Bs. What? Web with two Bs. Web... B- b- b. The guy's name is Mark Webwith. No, Mark Webb with two Bs. W-E-B-B. Oh. Double B. Yeah, that's a, That's quite a coincidence. Mm. That's like the Prime Minister of Britain during the Irish potato famine. Go on. I don't know this one. Peel. Peel. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't it excellent? Oh no, I, I don't know. There might be a mix of attractions. Extractions. <laughs> <going. laughs> yeah. Look, it's going to be good. It's going to be a good movie. Okay. I think what's worrying you is it looks like Marvel have made it, and they've let Sony market it. And have you been? Have you been on YouTube ever? Uh, ever? No. Well, no. I, I, you know, for the first time last week, I actually, <laughs> I actually graced YouTube with my presence. Um, if you go on YouTube, uh-huh. and you do a search for yes, Spider-Man: Homecoming. Mm -hmm. Um, you can watch about 30 minutes of the movie I'm not joking from piece together clips that's not shocking no I mean because I I was going to do a whole bit on how I'd already seen the entire movie through the extent do you mean other than how I've already seen the whole film that's where I was going to lead on when you were like I think what you're worried about is the fact that I've already seen the entire film but it's cool because retrospective bits where I break them down are even funnier (laughs) so it's it's fine it's fine <laughs> I've ruined your bits Do you think <laughs> uh. So Come here Have you ever read this research I can't remember where this research came from Have you ever read this research That says people Are more likely to enjoy Movies Where they already know what's going to happen No There's I haven't even I wasn't even aware that such research Serious uh, This is off my, off, off my cuff off, So off I, my cuff. I don't have anything to present to you We can add something to the annotations in the video Excellent But uh Yeah, there was research done and apparently the more you know about a movie Mm -hmm. the more you look forward to it and the more likely you are to enjoy it. Really? Isn't that weird? I would have thought it was the exact opposite. Right? But now thinking about it uh, Guardians of the Galaxy which you still haven't seen I enjoyed it (laughs) (laughs) I enjoyed it more the second time than the first time.
1: Hmm.
0: I think the first time it was taking too much cognitive energy to actually keep up and keep up, and figure out what's going on and yeah and i was like it wasn't so much worry and your brain is second guessing a lot It's like yeah oh, i was like this is the way it was in my head and yeah you know, yeah and like stuff in in Guardians of the Galaxy was so not in the trailer okay that it was like where is this going this is mad excellent and um, but th- that's definitely not going to happen with Spider-Man because hmm. we know it's going to because we know it's what's going to happen with Spider-Man he's going to He's going to... We've actually seen the entire rise and fall of Spider-Man in, the whole, in Spider-Man Home. The whole arc. The whole, whole, arc, arc whole hero's like journey. Act one is going to be... Uh, he, he comes back from the Avengers and he's a bit bored because he's not doing great exceptionally things. Exceptionally cocky. Yeah, and, and he's not doing great in school because he's more focused on Spider-Manning around. Tony Stark and, puts him on the bench. Well, I think that's going to be act two. Yeah, well, act, no, like end of act one. Leading yeah, because he's going to do a disaster. Gonna, yeah, he's going to overdo something. Well, the, the fairy... I think it's the ferry. Yeah. It's, no, it's, there's no thinking. There's, there's no thinking it. It is. It. it is the ferry. It is yeah. the, ferry. the ferry. Even when they were showing the ferry in, in early scenes where he... Oh, sorry, I just banged the table there. Uh, when they were showing the ferry in early scenes where he was holding the ferry together with the webbing. Mm. And you're like, oh, how's Spider-Man going to get out of this? And then they released a trailer two weeks later Sean showing... Spider Man! ...come in and... yeah. And he just saves the day. And then he takes him back and he gives out to him and he says, i right, the golden There's the scolding. Mm, there's Come the scolding. Come here for your scolding. Then he takes the suit off him. Because he's not allowed to have the suit anymore. And then Spider-Man says, ah, sure feck it, I'm still going to investigate these lads with the purple guns. Yeah, because they're they're awful suspicious. Yeah, and then uh, the lads with the purple guns figure out who, maybe not who Peter Parker is, but certainly who Spider-Man is. And they make him a target. And they make him a target. And then... Um, Spider-Man is trying to The end of it Seems to be that The Vulture Michael, Michael Keaton. Keaton, Um Have you seen The Vulture action figure? No is oh, it cool? it's amazing really? The six inch one Is two foot wide The wings What? It's going to be there so will it fit? A... Is that two foot wide? Oh, it is. That's about no, it is. Three foot. But it'll fit like, it'll take up most of the back. Oh, it's be amazing. Mick is pointing at one of the okay. sections of his large shelving unit that he uses for <laughs> action figures. Hey, yeah, it's action figures again. Um, yeah, well, I don't, I don't, you haven't done anything to spite me this week. <laughs> but don't you worry. I bet you will. But then he's going to try and save this shipment of shield weapons. Yes. And then the vulture's going to attack the plane. And then they're going to have their final shotgun. The vulture's going to smack him around a bit. A little bit spite. Maybe, maybe he'll be A little bit Spited by Spider-Man And we'll, we'll, we'll start a, a much Grander revenge scheme That will force Spider-Man to up his game You think so? And earn Tony's respect I think that's going to be The final fight No I, I, no, I think that's definitely Going to be the final fight But what I mean is I think I think He's going to go up Against the Vulture mm-hmm. He's going to do okay mm-hmm. He's going to stop The shipment from being A success Right The Vulture looks like A bit of a petty dick yeah, looks like a little bit of a petty man, a real dickhead, uh, a real dickhead. Mm-hmm. Um, that might just because he has Michael Keaton's face. <laughs> yeah, Michael Keaton does do dickhead faces a lot, but <laughs> yeah, he, has, he does have dick face, permanent dick face. Um, yeah, which is not, is is as unappealing as it sounds, um, and I think what's going to happen is he's going to get so annoyed that he's going to find out something about Peter Parker get revenge well because there's a thing up his game. there's a thing you see have you read that spoiler I haven't read any spoilers I'm, co- I'm not considering this a spoiler because it was an official I, Sony I press release I haven't read any spoilers do you want spoiler to hear this go, go ahead so we find out in a stupid ass Sony press release because Sony is marketing because Sony is marketing this Why? that th- his crush in high school is Vulture's daughter what I know what I know sorry sorry for telling you that God, now I'm very worried yeah no don't be worried it's that's just, shite writing it's not it it's fucking great oh what it was his daughter all at well, 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 <laughs> no but we don't know that it's going to be a twist in the movie it may well just be known just, just, in the movie it's still shite um, uh. I'd say some tosser Made a feck up At the press release Yeah some spanner Well I don't know It's Sony Stop it Sony <laughs> God. Just stop Marvel just pretend Like you're letting them Have a part in it It's like when you Bring your kid to work And you send your kid To do little tasks Around the office You see that cup Bring that cup back over To the sink there. Yeah Oh good man That really helped the office today And then you just let them tire themselves out and then you do everything, Marvel, mm-hmm. because Sony is shit. No, it's just Spider Man no, film. Sony's the worst. Just give them a cup to no, tie their the Yeah, but then they butchered it. Oh. They just hockeyed it. Speaking of Spider Man, I saw all. a cool thing. Have you seen the movie Life? Mm. Ryan Reynolds, Jake Gyllenhaal in space, Alien Symbiote. I haven't thing. seen it give it a roll your eyeballs it's dollard. supposed to be a, oh in other okay sorry keep going but then I have something to pa- add to apparently it. makes a very serviceable prequel to Venom to Venom yeah that's, that's, what, that's, what, right. I was, that's what I was going to do but what I also found out was you know who the villain Venom is going to be well the, the antagonist because we can't really call him a villain because Carnage is a Ven- it's going to be Carnage yeah, this is just the most convoluted introduction to the character <laughs> ever um, I think we should have a symbiote episode We should way. probably do a symbiote Because there are episode. stacks of symbiotes yeah. now It's so hard to keep up with Yeah, it's ridiculous We'll do a symbiote episode I've also come up with the name for that episode Which is Stacks of Symbiotes <laughs> Just now We're going to keep that for future <laughs> Make a note <laughs> Consistency Hold on, prod in the wobble I'm putting stacks of symbiotes in my notebook <laughs> Stacks like of... Because symbiotes get confusing And the Carnage-Venom relationship is very eatable Mm, strange. Mm, strange. We'll, we'll talk about that another day. Anyway, another day. Let's move on. Anyway, home. speaking of of convoluted messes, and um, we 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 had quite a few before before this golden era of superhero films. Mainly the the early nineteen or the late nineteen nineties and the early two thousands had quite a few messes. Yeah. Um, we talked about Daredevil before, which, which apparently has upset the public, and they've written to us to handle the issue and put a very serious question to bed. Yeah. What's the question, though? Which is worse? Yeah. Catwoman, yes. starring Halle Berry, yes. or the 1997 triumph of terrible cinema that is Batman and Robin? Oh. So, look, I've come up with a, a, a short list of names for this possible segment. Okay. Um, so... I'm going to throw them at you excellence. and then you tell me. So we have Shit Movie Showdown. In a world. Yeah. Yeah. We Go also ahead. have Crap Film Competition. Okay. We have uh, the very dramatic Who's the Shittest? I quite like that one. Uh, we have Bad Movie Beatdown. <sighs> nice. Yeah. Nice Michael Jackson era yeah. music video. Because, you know, I'm doing a do, 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 moonwalk do, thing. Do, do. You film shit. Yeah. <laughs> um,. Here's the thing, though, right? When we started this oh, losing my voice, when we started this podcast, yes. it was about uh, speculative speculative things and things we liked. And this is the, this is the first time we're doing something kind of negative. I don't know if we're going to be too negative. Too negative. Well, think- you didn't you didn't see Catwoman? <laughs> I haven't seen it since I was a boy. Uh, it wasn't even formative. I knew it was shit then, and I should have been more focused on Halle Berry in a really, really tight catsuit, and I wasn't. That's how shit that film was. It oh, took me out of my horny teenage development stage. That's one of my that's one of my little gripes with the movie. Actually, there's no catsuit. Yeah, that's there's true. No catsuit. Leather pants. It's one of the worst. That thing's ran f- ran foul of a trimmer. Um, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so here's what we're going to do. Okay, we're going to give this. We're going to we're going to roll this out. We're going to give it a try. This might, this, sorry, yeah this might work this might not work if it works we'll do more if it doesn't work we'll'll we'll pretend it never happened well this is this is we'll call this uh, Michael and Benjamin's podcast semicolon the pandering <laughs> Where we answer questions from the public and if if it goes wrong we'll blame Dean sorry <laughs> Dean <laughs> it's too early to. Go to the bus ourselves, so you know. Yeah. <laughs> then we'll track them down and we'll beat them up. <laughs> uh, well, Mick will probably do that. I don't really do violence. Uh, I'm a committed coward. <laughs> um, so. <laughs> so look, here's we'll the thing, right? That. We're going to we're going to break it down. Uh, we should probably tell let's tell let's tell the people which film each of us watched first. Okay, so, so you give your film a brief introduction since chronologically speaking. Yeah. Once upon a time, in a world where batman films were popular one man decided to fuck it all up <laughs> <laughs> that man's name was Joel Schumacher and in 1997 for some inexplicable reason he was given the reins to his second batman movie um following on from Val Kilmer in Batman Forever which was fine which was fine Little bit kitsch Yeah We took a lot of its notes From Batman Returns yeah. And 1989's Batman Had Nicole Kidman It had Nicole Kidman uh Tommy uh, Lee, Lee Jones, Jones Jim Carrey Who doesn't Blur. love Jim I'm a riddle Yeah Or something Riddle me this Riddle me that Yeah that yeah, guy's better That was better than my one uh, So We had that We had Tommy Lee Jones Speaking really really fast And then really slow Oh was that, that, that That's what Tommy Lee Jones that's, No but that's what he does In everything it's like, I didn't kill my wife. I don't care. Step away from the ledge. He's like, really fast. And then the next sentence, he just drags it. And that's how Tommy Lee Jones acts. Yeah. And it's wonderful every time you see it. So, he was high on the, the drugs the buzz of his own success. And many drugs. Most of which were probably LSD. Um, and he decided, I'm going to do it again. And Warner Brothers decided, yeah, great idea. And what we got was... Batman and Robin. And I'm not going to jump into it now because, no, because we have to have a little tête-à-tête. We, so we have a structure. Yeah. So I got mm. one of, universally recognised as one of the worst films ever made. Yeah. Um, in fact, you know, when I thought, let's, let's do a podcast about bad movies. Won't that be fun? Won't that be a bit of crack? Sitting down watching a movie and mm. picking at it. And you know what? It fucking wasn't. No, it's it was not. fucking tedious. I hate Dean. I hate Dean for making me waste two hours of my life watching Catwoman. It's on a not, Sunday, no less. On a Sunday morning, waking up at 8 o'clock, <laughs> having breakfast, and sitting down to watch Catwoman, it was like work. That's how bad it was. That's how bad it was. Um, so, Catwoman, uh, 2004, directed by Pitoff. Yeah, see? You never even realised there was a director, did you? No, I, f- thought, I thought Halle Berry just said, let's make a cat yeah, movie. Yeah, he, he's a French special effects director. Oh. Um, Starring Halle Berry. Okay. Uh, oh, Oscar-winning actress Halle Berry. Oscar-winning. Uh, and Raspberry, what are they called? What are the bad... Razzie. Razzie Award-winning. Razzie Award-winning actress Halle Berry. For... She, she won the Razzie for this movie well you would wouldn't you yeah well yeah. have you oh, damn it I, I, I'm actually I didn't watch it in preparation for your commentary I'm yeah. I am looking forward to it I didn't watch Batman yeah, and Batman, Good. Batman. good so the way we're going to approach this is we've broken we've broken it down into five categories and we're going to take each category yeah, hold up, put your pen just pick the pen back up since we since you caused so much stuttering put it down as noisily as you can there you go. Ben's not holding his pen anymore. Um, we've broken it down into five categories. Sorry for getting a bit confrontational, Alright. Dean? This 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 was a happy home before Dean wrote in. Thanks, Dean. And now apparently, Mick stays late at the office. Yeah, watching mean, here cooking all day. Bloody Catwoman. So we've broken it down to five categories. We're gonna we're gonna each present our film based on the category. And then we'll pick a winner for the worst in each category. Okay. And then we'll award the overall title of Worst Film to which everyone has the most wins. Unless we have a special shit factor. Something that... Ooh, something extra special. Something extra special that overrides the number of categories. Right? So, we'll start with topic one. We'll try and do... how, How are we for time? Right. We'll try and do about six or seven minutes on each... Topic. Before we do that, though, yeah. it should be noted by long-time fans of the podcast who are very committed to the structure that we normally use, Saban's Power Rangers scale has been abandoned for this experiment. Yes. both of these films are worse than Saban's Power Rangers. So there will be no mention, and I know this is disappointing, of Saban's Power Rangers during this, this podcast. <laughs> Just bear with us. We'll be back next week. Mm. So, uh, let's start. We start? Let's start with plot. 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 You do your plot. First of all, does your film have a Plot. In in a loose sense, sure. <laughs> okay, well sure. Then I win this round. Yeah, but in in a in a in a loose kind of sense, sure. So what's that? So, first of all, cast your mind back to the nineties, where some names were much bigger than others in the world of Hollywood. Okay, Schwarzenegger. Schwarzenegger is our. Oh shit he's in it <laughs> <Is what? laughs> no, I was just I was just thinking Of a long name <laughs> No he's He's in it He's I Mr. Com- Freeze I completely So we have it. Arnold Schwarzenegger As Mr. Freeze We have Uma Thurman mm-hmm. um, As Poison Ivy um, We have George Clooney As Batman Ugh. Uh, And we have Chris S- O'Donnell Still not dead Still not dead we, We'll still trade him God If you're listening It's no problem Although he's a father now uh, I, I will we'll leave him alone so. uh, You've got kids. You're, you're safe you Clooney. Clooney If you get reincarnated As a caterpillar I'm definitely swapping you For Adam West <laughs> um, And then we had Chris O'Donnell as, um, as Ernest Robin As Ernest Robin Super Ernest Robin um, And then Alicia Silverstone For some reason As as backer. Yeah Because we needed Because people were complaining There weren't enough women In the Batman film Did she try to convince Batman not to vaccinate His children Not In that one, that was, I think, in the script for the sequel to Batman, (laughs) that didn't. Batman versus the Anti Vaxxers. Where he faced off against the titular villain, the Anti Vaxxer, played by Jean Claude Van Damme. Oh. At the height of his 90s glory. Is Jean Claude Van Damme anti Vaxx? No, I don't okay, know. this is getting a bit political. I was, I was choosing a. Basically, if you don't vaccinate your children, you're a moron. <laughs> oh, um. oh, it's political now. <laughs> that's that's, oh. not, that's not political. It's science. It's, it's not Oh, the same thing. oh, it's getting political now. <laughs> anyway, back to plot. Speaking of silly things that you should do, <laughs> um, and shouldn't actually be a point of debate. So, basically, this film relies very heavily on a classic Hollywood staple, which is the MacGuffin. Mm-hmm. Do you know what a MacGuffin is, Michael? Are you asking me that sincerely? Or so, do you just well, want me well, if you'd like to, what even is a MacGuffin? Well, do you want me to explain, or do you want me to ask you? Are no, you, you setting can, up a bit? You can explain, there's no bit. The MacGuffin, Ben, is the thing in the th- in the film that the people want. Yes, but it has no actual basis, yeah. in fact, reality or you anything can, else like that. Any time that someone says the th- the name of it, you could just replace it with The Thing. Yes. super. It's every Transformers film. Yeah! We have to go to Earth to get The Thing. That that's was... The, I don't know who that was. The large Autobots had, and it's very important in their culture, but yeah. it somehow ended up here. But The Thing is on Earth now, so we have mm. to go to Earth to get The Thing. So that's how MacGuffins work. To be fair, the Marvel movies do it a lot. Mm-hmm. The, the Orb from Guardians of the Galaxy, that was The Thing. Yes. Uh, uh, that's the only one I can think of mm-hmm. the, the, when, when the man has to get the thing Sorry, everything I, every superhero movie has a MacGuffin of some kind does it no. the Winter Soldier didn't no that's true He's just, well there was a flash drive but that was only for a few minutes I suppose in a way that the Winter Soldier is the MacGuffin. Captain America's MacGuffin yeah <laughs> he needs it, to get his buddy the, back oh that's nice he needs to get Bucky back anyway what's, anyway. what's the thing the thing in this is a giant ice laser. <laughs> <laughs> Those words don't go together. So, no, they don't. There's no collocation. That doesn't to make that. any sense. That's like a heat cold. Mm, yeah, it just doesn't fit. Oh, so no. there's a giant ice laser, and the giant ice laser is actually a satellite array that's being designed to reflect sunlight on different parts of the world. Oh, that's just a laser. It, yeah <laughs> It's like a giant magnifying glass That the okay. scientists are putting together At the start of the film Bruce Wayne is financing this Because it'll help third world countries It'll redirect sun Or allow for anti-droughts It's not really clearly defined Bruce Basically, Wayne's a real good egg Is he? he is He's an awful sound fella yeah. He's a lovely boy Yeah, Goes to church every Sunday Does he? Um, no he doesn't know. <laughs> okay. um, Well not the last time I spoke to him But uh, yeah So he's financing all this this is the basis of the movie things Mike. are going real well for Bruce mm-hmm. like he has a new partner a little bit of tension between him and the partner because partner's growing up a little bit he's not the boy wonder he's kind of the 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 boy man wonder like the, you the know, young adult a little, adults little bit of tension but nothing major league okay. Okay. okay sexual tension things are going well Elle McPherson is on the scene no. he's courting L McPherson oh no, who cares she was bigger than the 90s yeah. um, doesn't age look it up doesn't she's, age. Still the same age. List. Yeah. She, no, she literally shows no signs of outward aging. She might be a vampire. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so Al McPherson's a vampire, not necessarily <laughs> in the movie. Um, but yeah, so unfortunately for these scientists, uh-huh. their MacGuffin the runs thing. on a large amount of diamonds. They're huge diamonds. Yeah. Um, and oh no, there's a new villain on the scene. Who, uh, Mister Freeze? And what do you think his uh, very important cryogenic suit runs on, Michael? Halogen. It's not halogen, Michael. Try again. Um, probably something, some sort of gas. Xenon. I might have mentioned it earlier. Diamonds! It runs on diamonds. It runs on diamonds. This is, it's the earnest enthusiasm that he approaches these questions with. It's why we're doing a podcast <laughs> together. That's why I accept <laughs> it. Um, so it runs on diamonds. So naturally, a bit of a conflict of interests here So um, he, wants the, he wants the diamonds Yes And then simultaneously to this um, There is uh, a new eco-warrior Style villain on the scene um, And that's Poison Ivy And she's in with Thurman And it's her goal To erase human beings from the planet Oh A goal mm. I share mm. Yeah So we're all to, to take a, a long dirt nap Yeah So the plants right. can take over the world again. Especially Dean um, Yeah Yeah <laughs> Dean And his Stupid niggling curiosity. God <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn it, Dean. Sorry, Dean. We were actually very happy that you listened to the podcast. So, is, is that the plot? Thank you very much. So, that's that's the plot. Well, I mean, naturally, if you haven't seen this movie, I'm going to spoil it now. Oh, yeah, spoilers. They stop it yeah. from happening. Gotham is saved with fisticuffs. Um, there's a little bit of tension. We have a nice arc progression. It was really story by numbers in that regard. Uh, there are too many inconsistencies to count. Um, and they kind of annoy me when I list them. So I'm just going to hand it over to you. Okay, so Patience Phillips is a mousy secretary played by notable attractive person Halle Berry. Excuse me, what's her name? Patience Phillips. Um, Was she born in Jamaica? She might have been, I don't know. She's brown. <laughs> she calls herself brown in it, so that's fine. But um, Yeah, no, she's mousy she has a crap wig she's a crap wig so that's how you oh they they Hollywood oh dear. yeah she's a crap wig and she still has flawless skin and stuff and a yeah, pair of glasses yeah and she works for a a an evil um, an evil cosmetics company oh curses and the evil cosmetics company is led by Sharon Stone and the guy who played the Merovingian in, in The Matrix oh French guy yeah he's not French in this though oh oh maybe it's not him it's it Crispin Glover. I always no, it's so not Crispin no, Glover. I was, I was but it's Glover. not Vincent Cassell. Am I thinking of Vincent? You're thinking of Vincent Cassell. No, Vincent Cassell, No, he it's wasn't not the, Vincent the Merovingian. The Merovingian, Maybe he wasn't really French. I could have looked this up. I did the whole thing. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. You don't want to waste any more time so, on this than you already have. They have um, this beauty product that can reverse aging, <gasps> but it also makes it also burns your face off <laughs> if you stop using it. Ooh. And then, Patience Phillips stumbles upon this fact. Oh, because she's a moralist. No, no. She's just late for a meeting and she goes to the wrong place. Oh. And she, she literally stumbles across this fact. And, uh, the fact. That's unfortunate. And the the evildoers are like, oh, well, she she has to die. She knows her secret. So they try to kill her. Classic 90s well, banter. And they kill her. In 2003, 2004. Yeah, four. <laughs> and, and they do kill her. Oh. And then she's washed up on the shores of some city. It's not specifically Gotham. Well, you can't it's, have Gotham without a Batman game. yeah. We'll get into that later um, So she's reviv- rev- Revified reviv- Revived, revived. <laughs> She's Revified rev- She's revified uh, By uh, Cats Not the musical She doesn't hear the musical Cats no. and go Magical Mr. Mr. Feliz Cat And he comes And, and he comes, comes And no um No She's not revived By cats in the same way My love of musicals Was revived by cats <laughs> That's a good joke it's not, not a great joke. I loved it. <laughs> <laughs> I just can't believe you made So anyway, she's revived for the cats. Mm-hmm. The cats revive her. She goes to see a crazy old cat lady and the crazy old cat lady tells her, you're a cat woman now. You're part of a long line of cat women. What? Yeah. She, what? And one of the long line of cat women is a picture of Michelle Pfeiffer, a cat woman, actually, which we'll talk about in a minute. Mm. Um, so she decides to use her newfound cat... Powers to investigate this evil company mm-hmm. I think because her friend is using the cream but it's not really maybe because they killed her I would I would take it more as the latter but, but I mean her, her motivations aren't really clear here so they're not marked out too well maybe they are I stopped paying attention I was on Facebook and I just couldn't care <laughs> yeah, I didn't care less fair. I was tracking that's, down this Dean guy that's awfully <laughs> fair so anyway uh, it turns out that the real bad guy isn't the Merovingian he's just a bit of a dickhead Um. and Sharon Stone is the real bad guy (gasps) and the whole thing is a frame off frame up frame up up. and then they have a fight and she kicks her out of the window and then she dies and then Halle Berry decides to leave her boyfriend and live a life as Catwoman oh does she have a boyfriend well that's the romantic subplot Oh, and we just abandoned that. Yeah, we abandoned that. But um, I, I choose not in a. Oh, I can't spoil it. But in it. a weird. No, we can spoil anything. Spoil no, anything. I was going to say in, in the same way that Wonder Woman takes care of the love interest subplot. Oh, no, no not anyway. Not as that. stylishly like, or classy as. Or as, as important. She just leaves him and goes, Oh, I'm going to go beat Catwoman now, All right? See ya. She's. She's uh, you no, know, that's a different that's character. <laughs> character. That's a different character. So who wins plot then? Uh, I mean, they're both. Oh, we're, we're graded it by for, by wafer thing by waffle, aren't we? Like it, it's 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 graded by waffle, so well, like, you, I think the waffliest plot with the largest MacGuffin might be the anti-aging cream and. Well, the anti-aging cream isn't the MacGuffin though. The thing about the thing about Catwoman, I don't know why I'm fighting in defense of your movie. Feel free. But the thing about Catwoman is, at least there isn't a the MacGuffin. It's a revenge mm. story in a sense Yeah In a weird I, sense I have one question Is it ever true to find why cats can grant the power of Catwoman to one person? There's a whole mythology thing It goes back to bloody Bast Of course it does Of course and, it does You, know, you can't the, have cats without Egyptians Yeah Doesn't And the whole work. thing starts with It opens on a montage mm. of This really weird montage of Ancient Egyptian imagery And Such simple text as Bast was a goddess of cats Clear <laughs> And then the point Cats Were sacred And then it comes to Modern day America And everything And uh, I don't know Okay We don't know why The cats chose her Like how the cats knew She was going to be killed And why she would make a good Cats know these kinds of things Yeah but the whole thing Like the whole thing The cat The cat kind of tests her did you ask She's Ed? worthy Yeah Ed actually no. Ed didn't make it through the film I have some, some pictures On my phone oh, Of Ed He was engrossed In the first 45 minutes Because there were lots of cats in it Naturally And every time they went Meow He went What the fuck is that? <laughs> Where are the cats? <laughs> and then he lost interest Towards Can the me last Please time. put one of those on Instagram Yeah I'll put some on Instagram There's also a video of him Trying to help write my notes um, Excellent But Yeah No she goes out onto a ledge To rescue the cat uh, the cat the, the central cat oh like the like the Chief cat, cat that gives her the powers Chief Catums yeah Midnight actually is his, is it his name Chief Catums Midnight Chief Catums yeah. <laughs> so Kitty Cat uh, is on the ledge and she goes out to try and get him and that's how she meets the cop who eventually, eventually comes to her boyfriend and the cop who eventually gets dumped yeah, and the cop who is the one who's trying to hunt down Catwoman in the classic. Oh yeah, he's going out with patience. This one. But what if Catwoman's not that bad? This this classic. That's lovers it. Conversation. Yeah, and then when he's trying, what to if go, she's doing real good? She's a vigilante. I'm a cop. You yeah. got to follow the rule exactly. Yeah. And then she, they have a little fight later, and yeah, she gives him a lick, and she says, "Does your girlfriend know about us?" And he says, "There is no us." And then, uh, you don't know that is actually her, though. Switch. <laughs> you, you know, if we dope. if we had been doing this earlier, we could have written all these four. The 90s superhero And made a fortune We <laughs> would have been Like we would have been Shills and sellouts But my god we be so, rolling in 90s money I think they're both crap But I think we should give it To Batman and Robin Why? Because At least Catwoman You can explain it in a couple of sentences. Yeah, you can't do that with Batman and Robin. Like, there's too many other people mm. in Batman and Robin. Like, what has Poison Ivy got to do with the diamonds? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Does she have anything to do with the diamonds? No, no, no. She just wants to use Mr. Freeze because he can get rid of Batman and Robin quicker than she can. But it's totally inconsequential to the diamond laser. Yeah, she also murders his wife for some reason. Who's? Uh, Mr. Freezes. What a cow. What a cow. Um, and what's, like, why is Alicia Silverstone, you see what I mean? What's she yeah, yeah, got yeah. to do with anything? She has no, oh, she's, sorry, she's uh, Alfred's inexplicably non-British British niece, um, who has been away at boarding school secretly for the last, I think he says seven years. English women in space. Yeah, and um, and he never told Master Wayne about this, because he didn't want to burden him. <gasps> So Alfred has been supporting his niece in a very uh, upper class, um, in a very upper class uh, boarding school on a butler's wage. On a butler's wage, when his basically adopted son <laughs> is a bit who is a philanthropist, yeah, an exceptionally kind, yeah, he's a real philanthropist. Is a billionaire. <laughs> so instead of, excuse me, Mr. Wayne, my, my sister's died and I'm looking after my own ward. Can I have because some? Because there's no cash. way Bruce Wayne would ever identify with an orphan story and possibly help that out. No, because he's never went through. Oh no, wait, he has. No, he he has. would definitely. Ben, that's almost exactly yeah. his backstory. He would definitely fund that kind of thing. <laughs> so let's give it to you then. Because. <laughs> there's just too much nonsense the going on. are just. Muck. At least Catwoman is boring, but. To the point. Yeah. Okay, let's okay. move on. Um, point two. Acting. Does your film have acting? Well, as I previously stated, some of the greatest actors of the 90s feature in my <laughs> in my film. We have Alan Schwarzenegger. Ice to meet you. Ice to meet you. What killed the dinosaurs? The Ice Age. Lots of... No, it didn't. Of, of, no, it didn't. No, a giant meteor killed the dinosaurs. Yeah. But according to the preeminent... Cryogenesis In the field Like the The top cryogen- they It did The Ice Age kill Cryogenesis But not no. geologist No 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 <laughs> Didn't do any study On the L How the earth was formed Or how things were shaped Or What a dumbass How it worked Yeah so um, yeah, um He's there Just knocking out Unsuited one-liners As long as it has Ice in it He'll say it Like Freeze he'll, Freeze Ice to meet you Like this kind of, Like just over and over and over again Is that acting or writing though? I, I feel like I feel like the acting The previous acting of Arnold Schwarzenegger Probably influenced the writers a little bit Okay he quips a lot Yeah In everything Put the cookie down uh, Because of the really strong Austrian accent I think he's generally given one-liners To just whip <laughs> out every now and then He can't remember well, He just rehearses the one-liners So yeah. they're perfect That's and how I, I speak Keeps dragging you're them out Like there's no long explanation of cryogenics from Arnold Schwarzenegger in this film. That's probably good. I mean, it, like, yeah, it's good, but, like, I was kind of curious as to how any of his weaponry works. Ah. Um Because he can shoot, like, big blasts and small blasts, but there's no... Ice lasers, yeah, but there's no consistency to it. It doesn't matter. Um, yeah. Talk about acting. Uh, sorry, so the acting is 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 suitably, but like you kind of expect it from Arnold Schwarzenegger. So Arnold Schwarzenegger gets a pass. He's okay. just he's just Arnold Schwarzenegger in this film. Okay, Poison Ivy is ridiculous. She's like really petulant and silly. Uma Thurman does a really crappy job of embodying a character who's supposed to be sexy. She just comes off as really like. Petty or, or sour or something like it's really hard to explain um, do a voice no I can't do them with thermos. just like lots of quotes like well boys don't fight over me and stupid quips like this you know like and it's just like oh, oh. but her her acting is almost entirely based in expositional dialogue oh that's um, like where she just narrates everything that she's doing um, to Bane who is her mute, muscle-bound sidekick. But Bane isn't mute. No. Bane, time for the darkness. If you were to put 2013's Bane in a room with 1997's Bane, the conversation would go something like this. You merely adopted the darkness. I was born in it. Molded by it. And then 1997's Bane would say, BANE! Because that's what he does He just repeats his name That's very different Yeah there's a little bit Of a contrast In, <laughs> in the amount of dialogue That both characters Were given One is a classically Trained Shakespearean actor And the other one Is, is he? Uh, Tom Hardy? <laughs> no but in the film He seems to be A classically okay. trained Shakespearean oh, actor Oh okay Bane um, Actual Bane Actual Bane <laughs> Okay He actually spent uh, Six years at Juilliard Before he was tossed In <laughs> the pit um, Yeah uh, That's why the <laughs> acting Betrays you Bruce Exactly I was shaped by it Moulded by it Uh, Yeah so um, George Clooney and Chris O'Donnell Are in it Dear God I have never seen two men Take more closely to the Adam West Burt Ward dynamic In my entire life I watched a bit of Batman 66 Batman Same It's great It's the same No it's fine when you're watching Batman from the 60s Yeah but this film is just Batman from the 60s in 1997. They're very different eras. They're awfully different. But that doesn't stop Joel Michael, Schumacher from, like, shoehorning the aesthetic of ah. the 90s into the... Yeah, I'm I'm crossing categories. No, anyway. I'm just saying, Schumacher... Shoe, shoe, oh, shoehorning. shoehorning. S-C-H-U. We're going to use that from now on. Shoehorning is a thing we're going to say when directors shove needless stuff in. But and it doesn't fit nice. at all. Um, but their acting is very strange they have the dynamic off to pat, but it's a very false dynamic Mm -hmm. and it's almost consistent acting in how hollow it is because it's hollow the whole way through there's no chemistry between either of those people for the entire film Chris O'Donnell is not that much younger than George Clooney in this (laughs) film and the weird dynamic between him being treated as a kid and like it just doesn't fit at all their acting is terrible like he treats him like a child a lot uh, the one-liners are rampant for George Clooney. It completely ruins Batman. Can he move his neck? Uh, very little. It's very difficult because in Bruce Wayne mode, he's a bobblehead. Because that's how <laughs> George Clooney acts. He's <laughs> he talk about, like, really confident. Yeah. A loose neck. Well, I mean, if you look at it that way. Do you want an espresso? Yeah. And he's like, he, he rolls that neck around. like He's, he's got some pivots going on <laughs> there. But he can't do it in this. No, because um, he's got a rubber neck. And then Alicia Silverstone, atrocious. Um, Alfred is very crap. Like just oh. this, it, it, no. Alfred is the most consistent character. And Commissioner Gordon, they're the same ones from nineteen eighty seven through nineteen eighty nine through to nineteen eighty seven. Yeah, they got they got ten years. So and that unfortunately means it definitely happens in the same universe. Yeah, no, it's a, it's a lead on. See, so you're lucky that in the, your movie contained acting, because mine lar- ah. largely doesn't. Well, I mean, there's Halle Berry mm-hmm. doing the meek patient, shy demure shy. It's, it's awful beta female every time she smiles mm. you can see every man in the room looking around going who's she but then she's like oh me! Oh, don't look at me don't look at me I'm shy I, I'm, I'm so awful shy. I'm so shy I'm, uh, I've, oh I've stumbled across something oh, oh 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 I'm being shot at it's just awful and then when she's sexy she's not sexy she's not it's just oh, she, not sexy when she gets sexied up one. Shocking fact about Halle Berry, can't act sexy. No. Never seen her do I it. Mean, and it doesn't fit. Because when you look at Halle Berry, it should be sexy. And that's like that's they've let the acting. They've let her not act. They've like, she has she's got sexy eyes, she's got sexy lips, she's, she's, got, she's got a great wearing, body, great figure, she's wearing a mask and cleavage. So I suppose she like, doesn't need to act. Everything's but, tick, tick, tick. Oh, it's just But bad. her personality yeah. overrides sexy every time. Storm is very wholesome and not, like, not great. When she was in the Another Day, she's supposed to be this sexy CIA kind yeah, of... She, she's not at she all. She can't do she sexy. She always comes across as the girl next door. She can't... She can't make she, she, she Ben, everyone who knows me, everyone who's spoken to me for more than 15 minutes know I have an unhealthy... Relationship with Catwoman It's a thing Really? Oh, it's... it's they haven't been speaking enough <laughs> No, well, I mean Let's not get into it too much But <laughs> It's just weird How unsexy This is And I don't even mean Sexy Exploitative sexy I mean... Characters can be sexy Without being exploitative Like There are hundreds of examples Like even let's say Jessica Jones Had a bit more sexiness to her Jessica Jones is super sexy but without being not traditionally Like overtly sexy Yeah Like I don't mean overtly sexy But there's a bit where she, she She knocks one of the burglars out And she goes Meow And There's two things wrong with it First of all it's, She just can't do sexy when, I, when she did that I immediately went Oh I wish Michelle Pfeiffer was here Because Michelle Pfeiffer I often say that Yeah When Michelle Pfeiffer does it Jesus Christ. I need to sit down. Have <laughs> you have ever seen the Alan Rickman meme from Harry Potter where he's pressed against the wall? Yes, Exactly. Face, that's no. like, oh. <laughs> the other thing is when 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 Michelle Pfeiffer did it, Michelle Pfeiffer's catwoman was a much more sex Well, no, not more sexualized. They're exactly as sexualized. M- Michelle Pfeiffer's in the very tight with varying degrees of success between well, them. Yeah, but it, Michelle Pfeiffer's in the tight cat suit and it's very Fetishy, and Halle Berry's in a much more revealing outfit, much more ninetiesy, um, mm-hmm. a bit more dominatrixy. Okay. She even has a kind of dominatrixy scene where she fights a guy, but just not sexy, just weird, just uncomfortable. Just hmm. I, it's it's, I don't want to say I felt embarrassed for her because. I don't know if that feel sexist. But she's but been voted the like the plan sexy as It's just it's just not sexy. I, I think in one sense it's how heightened the Batman Returns world is. Yeah. That it made a woman knocking someone out and yeah. going, Meow, much more sexy. reasonable. Whereas there was no nothing of that kind of thing in the Catwoman until she does it and you just cringe and you go, Oh no, oh. and she did that. Yeah. So yeah there's really no one else of note in the film Sharon Stone's in it she's one dimensional she just uh, plays the character from Basic Attraction again she? no it's not even that bloody nuanced it's, oh. every single line she has is about how much she hates her husband that's it literally oh so Hollywood was hoping that men would enjoy the film because a woman who doesn't like her husband gets her come up at the end oh maybe I, I don't know it's just it's I don't know if it's Sharon Stone's fault or it's very hard to separate plot acting and, and just bad I, I, I had an equal issue um, but Um, At one point She's asked Is your husband here And she says I'm here Why would he be here And then someone says Your your husband is at the factory And she says If you mean he's At a play With a 20 year old Tell him Blah 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 And like it does turn out That all those things are true But she's just so bitter She's just so bitter her, Her only Salty Her only Emotion The only thing she emotes Is bitterness Salty stone uh, Then the men I mean Benjamin Bratt Is detective Think about a detective In a movie I can't remember Who Benjamin Bratt is He looks a bit like Lou F- Who's the Forigno No not Lou for I'm sorry right. um, He was in NYPD Blue Or something like that in right. Law and Order nah, you um, lost anyway, me. he's a generic detective. He's kind of sexy. He's a sexy generic detective with a heart sexy of gold. Sexy generic detective. He's the most generic guy ever. I'm giving this one to me. Yeah, you probably win this one. Taking it. Uh, okay, let's move on to fidelity. Yeah. Do you want to say know what that deals? means? <clears throat> fidelity deals with the. Pieces' uh, faithfulness to the source material. Oh! Oh. That's not what I meant. Okay. I meant how much much did Cuban dictator Fidel Castro enjoy it? (laughs) (laughs) No, I didn't. The ruse, he used it for a bit. God damn it. Um, it. Fidelity is how faithful something is to the source material Mm -hmm. that it takes from. So, mine screwed it. (laughs) Not as much as yours screwed it, I'd be willing to guess. But mine just... Screwed it. So, it keeps the bare bones of everything Batman related. Right. So, uh, Batman is very rich. His parents still die. Um, Alfred is still incredibly British. Robin is still kind of a pain in the ass. He has a bat car. He has a bat car. Everything is bat themed. Good. Um, But in terms of characterization, for Batman and Robin especially, they fucked it. It's just, it's like, there's so many one liners. From George Clooney's Batman, not even as Bruce Wayne. Like, there's no separation between Batman and Bruce oh. Wayne. Oh, it's just Bruce Wayne in a costume. There is no Batman in this film. There is a scene where he uses his credit card, which is bat themed. <laughs> That's traceable. Uh, yeah, they'd find him. Yeah, and so it, it's just really inconsistent. There's no detective work. Uh, but he's the world's greatest detective. He's not in this. <laughs> not in this. Um, he, if, if we're looking for fidelity to characterization, Like I said Batman 66 mm-hmm. Perfect A perfect legacy piece to that It's almost like Joel Schumacher Didn't watch 1989 Through to 1997 It's almost like he just watched The kitsch 1960s version And went oh that's what I'll do That's Batman And it's like he redid it The choreographing is the same The quips are the same like, there's sound effects when he does certain things. Like, just really inconsistent. Um, Mr. Freeze, who is traditionally like a villain that's full of pathos, has a really sad backstory, has really clear motivations yeah, for why he's doing this. Just wants to save things. his wife. Just wants to save his wife. They do two minutes on why he's doing the stuff, and the rest of the time he swans around in a nice robe with cigars. <laughs> Ice-based supervillains that are allergic to heat can't use cigars. No, that wouldn't make a lot of sense. No, it wouldn't, would Ice, it? ice cigars. That's what I found myself saying when I was watching the scene in the movie. <laughs> These cigars are very ice. <laughs> no, it's not great. You might have said that. Oh, I'm no. not sure. <laughs> then uh, Bane is ridiculous. Um, completely one-dimensional. Bane! All the time. Mm-hmm. Um, Poison Ivy is ridiculous. Um, she's an eco-warrior. Isn't um, she often? Huh? yeah no no, that fits but then she's not really sexy in a similar way that you don't find Halle Berry and Catwoman sexy I found nothing sexy about Poison Ivy in, in the thing. she's supposed to be the femme fatale of the whole thing and it's just, oh she uses that magic kiss yeah. doesn't she yeah yeah she has the pheromones <laughs> and they don't work on uh, Robin. Mr. Freeze oh because um, he's married ah pheromones used to warm the blood of men not for the cold hearted uh, so yeah there's lots of this crap going around and uh, and I just think uh, in terms of source material no they take all the great aspects of Batman detective work um interesting dynamics between him and Robin stuff like that they turn it into a weird petulant high school play Um there's a lot of melodrama that runs through the whole thing Um Gotham is not gotham in a traditional sense tim burton did this really good job of making this huge kind of gothic surrealist city probably the best uh, thing about it and what joel schumacher focuses on are the large statues of greek men throughout the entire city <laughs> which must have been a nightmare for city planning like it's just like where, where can we put the rail we can't put it there there's a statue there <laughs> yeah but like we really need this for the infrastructure of the city. yeah but you can't go through the abs on Greek statue number five hundred. Some of them are massive. No, they're aren't they? they're humongous. They're like yeah. atlas sized things. Like they're insane. So even the city itself is out of character. Uh, everything is set in a punk rave aesthetic. Everyone has brightly coloured hair. There's neon lights everywhere, which must cost the city a fortune. I just found myself <laughs> weeping. You know what I was concerned about throughout the entire movie? Gotham Cities Planning department Municipal energy Municipal department Municipal energy department They must just pull their hair out <laughs> Every day So in terms of stuff like that No Terrible um, Terrible fidelity Okay look I have you trumped Mine isn't Catwoman Yeah yours isn't Catwoman at all Look her Different character Different origin, different name. She different name. It's Selena Kyle. It's well, it not. but it's not patience. Selena Kyle because patience Phillips. Phillips. But I mean, different origin. She gets her powers. She's supernatural powers. Catwoman doesn't have powers. Catwoman doesn't have powers. She's no relationship with Batman. She's no relationship with Gotham. Um, she's a, a, a burglar in name only. She gets. She's involved in one kind of heist almost by accident. Mm-hmm. Um, she's she's only like morally in a grey area on. In the sense that she keeps saying that sometimes I'm bad, sometimes I'm good, but like she but she's she's not anything. actually she doesn't do anything bad. Mm. Um, I mean, no Batman, no no nothing. No, she, there's no connection. It's not Catwoman. It's not Catwoman. Just straight way. up, it's just straight up not Catwoman. It's, she's not even call, She's not even Catwoman. She's a Catwoman. Oh, you know what I mean. We don't even give her Catwoman trademark, like I don't think so. Well, other characters call her Catwoman, and um, what it feels like, even her origin, like her origin of like kind of meek designer who gets killed by evil boss okay then revived as a sexy cat lady re- cat lady who's out for revenge it's like they've taken the batman returns michelle Pfeiffer character they've done an adaptation of that it is that like because it does That's it's quite faithful to the nineteen. it's a little bit faithful maybe? to that one 12 years later so we're at the, that was as separated from then as now is from then. That's, a hard, that's a poor explanation Batman and Robin is coming into it's 20 year anniversary <laughs> actually why Dean was so excited um, so yeah I mean it's just not Catwoman it's not Catwoman at best it's a very very I mean you could if they didn't call it Catwoman there would have been nothing to take action on in the copyright sense in this movie from DC if they called her the Panther there you go or She-Cat oh, She-Cat she or cat. Or Cat Lady. Anything. Cat Lady. Anything. Hmm. DC wouldn't have... There's not a single mention of anything. They couldn't touch them. So I'm giving that to me. Let's do themes and motifs and shit. Themes and motifs and shit. (laughs) Uh, Themes and motifs can be summed up pretty quickly. Go on. Uh, Neon. Yeah. Is a theme. Yeah. Uh, The only thing that Joel Schumacher seems to care about. Um, (laughs) The male body. Oh. um, Which actually, on a a strange side note... um, is rampant throughout the entire thing um, everything is obsessed with um, glorified male body parts we have the giant statues which I mentioned previously um, but then it's also the first superhero costume with nipples in place <laughs> um, but, they're quite sculpted, but they're quite sculpted then you have Bane who's like the personification of a very uh strong man basically mm-hmm. like a bodybuilder um and this obsession with how male vitality can be harnessed to uh, do lots of things and i would have said it was just a thing um, to, be, to be very homophobic that the director was gay and you would have thrown it away uh-huh. but it's almost like an obsession throughout the entire film it's really really strange and if you look at the psychology behind that and the Adonis complex and all that kind of thing that had just come out of the 80s the Adonis complex and the obsession with the male form in a kind of hyper your Schwarzeneggers hyper state yeah exactly your Sylvester Stallones all of this started to affect the psyche on a base level in movies but it seems to affect Joel Schumacher more than anybody else is Joel Schumacher a gay gentleman? he is He is, he's an uh, exception Camp. Is he? Um, he is um, and he has since apologised I should point out for being gay no no <laughs> we don't support that no no we don't support that um, no he has since apologised for his Batman movie I meant to, to, to say that he and George Clooney have both apologised profusely for what they did um, they knew what they did <laughs> so, so anyway there was course. this huge obsession with um, that and the more metrosexual Bruce Wayne is actually more of a failure until he dons the costume and becomes more masculine until he agrees ah. to deal with the problem at a in a, in a physical way That's very so it's almost like philanthropy and more alternative forms of expressing masculinity in a new way are useless completely fall apart and are undue systems until he dons the cape and the, the everything the fetish out and he doesn't actually win until he takes Mr. Freeze on in a one on one fight right so there's a device there's another MacGuffin and it's like a a bat thermos and what he does is for keeping your bats warm he sticks because work, because Mr. Freeze has a huge uh, exoskeleton uh-huh. that he wears he's infinitely more powerful than Batman right until Batman uses the bat thermos mm-hmm. he sticks it on he goes um, oh the quip is hey Freeze and Freeze actually takes the time to go what what is it and he says the heat is on and then <laughs> nice. the little thing flashes red because uh-huh. heat is red and then he just sucks him on across the face <laughs> knocks him out <laughs> so even his gadget doesn't actually do that much it just takes a good left hook from, <laughs> from Batman um, so in terms of those themes those are the themes and motifs um, I, gave, I gave that way more credit than it is it's not that intelligent it's not some exploration <laughs> of masculinity um, it's garbage the themes and motifs are mostly neon lights and kitsch costumes so Catwoman Oh Christ Oh Christ So first of all Extreme close-ups On everyone All the time I don't know what it is I don't know if it was A stylistic thing I don't know if it was Trying to create a sense Of intimacy or But extreme close-ups And weird Wavy camera angles They just The camera seems to be Just moving around With shonky CG But I don't know What it was about I think It was telling That Inside every meek woman there's a sexy crime fighter waiting Tigers. I think that was the point should have been called the tigers. I think it was encouraging women to wear more makeup and get short haircuts oh. like I don't know what like it's so attempts to be sexualized that in a lot of ways kind of matching what you said that she was this meek Shy, long yeah. hair, baggy clothes, then she has this experience and she becomes this sexy woman who can get what she wants. But there doesn't appear to be anything that she wants. Yeah. I think it was directed and written by a man and I think it was directed and written by a man about feminine empowerment. Oh. Um, I think he just got, I think they got it He anything. just got it wrong. They just got it wrong. Didn't read a book like that. I think, like, the, it's not the, that's not the message. The message isn't let out your inner sexiness and you'll become more powerful so basically he was like what do women want they want to be sexy and there's also an, un- but you don't know like is it, is it is that message for women or is it for men because if it's for men they've made a mess of it because men won't, don't find it sexy they also won't watch that film yeah men don't find it sexy women don't find it empowering it's, it's oh, just doubtful. look at Wonder Woman Wonder Woman men find her sexy women find her empowering everybody's happy I find not it- all men find her sexy Joel Schumacher wouldn't No And that's fine That's fine Because we here at the podcast Are equal rights We we have Pride Week here Yeah we support that Happy Pride Week Michael (laughs) Thanks Ben We forgot to celebrate our We forgot to celebrate that Actually our obsession With male and female bodies Is quite in the face Of Pride Week Yeah Um, The other thing is But we were exploring it So you don't have to There's kind of an undercurrent Of not trusting Big Pharma But it seems like That's just a bit On the nose Given if that's too early, okay. Who do you want to give that one to? We've got one more topic, and we've got about three minutes left. So I, we don't I really think I win that one. Okay, you can take that one because female empowerment is a clear theme, just so, mishandled in yours. Let's talk about technical stuff. Mine, terrible. Rubber Halle Berry running around like a cat. When she's like a cat, she's clearly CGI with no spine. And then she stands up and walks like a normal person. And the transitions are horrible. She's revived by awful CGI cats. Really? Oh, they're terrible. 2004 CGI cats. 2004, listen to me. I'm talking to you. You don't have the technology for CGI cats. You cannot rebuild them. Don't do it. Um, yeah, that's that, they're the two main technical faults. The editing is very bad. There's, there's It's like... You know, She's she's been chased by someone. The camera angle cuts, and then we're with her for about thirty seconds. Even though, when the guy was chasing her, he couldn't have been more than two or three seconds mm. behind her. Mm. There's lots of stuff like that where stuff has been lost in edits or just poorly edited. But the the real the real crime is the CGI. The CGI Halle Berry, bad. I wish there was CGI in mine. <laughs> I wish there was bad CGI for me to focus on. <laughs> um, it's like stepping into a music video for Prince. That's what it is. I like Prince. Uh, yeah, but you don't want to watch a whole movie. It's like a tribute to a kiss from a rose on the grave. That's Seal. That's Seal. Are you mixing up black artists again because you're a closeted but racist? That's not nice. <laughs> what you're doing again. if I were a racist which I'm not I would not be closeted <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's fair um, I was mixing up Batman artists Batman artists yeah Seal is the the Batman artist you are referring to um, oh, no um, everything is done using hanging wires um, and mini sets um, I think the most CJ they attempt is the giant statues um, there's a lot of driving cars up walls um, and driving them up and down statues and crashing through statues, and it's all done in a CGI, uh, no, with no CGI. So what you see is like cars crashing through walls and the bricks flying everywhere, but it looks really. But they're styrofoam. Yeah. <laughs> so it's kind of ridiculous. Um, camera angles are usually a little bit choppy. A lot of long panel shots, pulling, very boring. So we talk like a lot of fixed camera angles, no dynamics in the way they speak or anything like that. Just like. You know, just bog standard stuff. Bog standard. Bog standard. I'm taking it, but I'm going to take that one. I guess you win. Um, Do you have a shit factor? Do you have one last thing? Uh, One last thing. Um, I have one. Do you want to hear mine? Go ahead. Basketball scene. Oh, you've got a scene. One-on-one sexy basketball scene. Do you remember the playground fight in Daredevil? Okay. The sexy playground fight. Replace that with a sexy one on one basketball match between two actors who can't play basketball surrounded by children. Ooh. That's my shit factor. I'll give you a shit factor. have My shit factor. It took me a while to remember what an actual shit mm-hmm. factor is. Um, the whole subplot of the movie between Alfred and his niece is that she wants to be a dangerous go get girl, mm-hmm. uh, and he is like, No, you're a woman, you have no place in society as an equal member. Oh, because he's of the British, oh god, aristocracy. <laughs> 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 um, and he gives her a CD at the start of the movie when she comes back, and he says, Never open this. <laughs> Okay, okay. Spends the whole movie <laughs> preaching to her that she's not to be involved in dangerous situations, and your mother wouldn't want you to do that. She then opens watch the movie when Alfred gets sick and can no longer actually speak. Opens the CD, and what it is is a set of videotaped instructions on how she can better help Batman and Robin <laughs> as Batgirl. And he said "I had a fee." So he asks her; it's like an automated thing when he asks her, "You know, how can I help you?" And she says, I want to help Batman and Robin. Because she's American and not British. Yeah, yeah, you've covered that. And he he says, oh, I thought you would. And I was like, what? <laughs> no, you didn't. You spent the whole movie saying not to. And then he goes, I took the liberty of... Whipping you something up. He shows her the schematics to her new back costume. He made her the costume. And he knew her measurements exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Oh no. And so then she goes, thanks Uncle Alfred. And does her little suit up scene. Glorified close up of her ass. Obviously. Popping on the... And off she goes. That's Um, that's my shit scene. That's pretty good. I think that beats the basketball scene. (laughs) I think Ben, that we can't really pick a winner. We can say that the only losers... Are the fans <laughs> <laughs> Yes Oh that's true Okay okay. If you're listening on Any sort of uh, Format where you can Give us feedback So if we're talking About YouTube Or if you're on SoundCloud Or if you're uh, on Twitter Or Instagram, Instagram Let us know Which film you think Was worse uh, Who you agreed with In this podcast yeah. Would uh, be fun Also any, any points We might have missed Anything that, uh, that Stuck out to you as really bad Feel free to pile on yeah, uh, also, if you're listening, uh, stick a stick a comment down below and maybe we'll do another shit movie yeah, showdown. give us suggestions. If you think this was nice and not too negative, please let us know. Um, because we don't want to be a negative podcast. Nah, it's not our thing. We're, we're negative enough as it is. This is the only time we get to be sunny and, you know, extroverted. So anyway, that's it from us. Yeah, bye. Bye.